Welcome to Nonprofit Network, powered by Stokes Auction Group. We are a podcast focused on benefit auctions and fundraising events for the nonprofit community. We are a group of fundraising professionals that specialize in raising funds to improve communities of all sizes. And here it is, episode two. My name is Shelby Stokes, and on the cast today we have longtime fundraising support specialist, Kelly Schenfeld. That's Kelly Schenfeld. And accomplished auctioneer, Mr. Paul Schenfeld. Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome back. We appreciate you taking the time to join us. We love hanging out together, and we sure love having you as a part of it. Hey, hey, hey. This is episode two. We've made it. We've done three episodes. I know three of them. it says episode two, but, you know, we had an episode zero. We did right? have an episode zero. So this makes us number three. This makes us number That's three. That's right. That was our inaugural. Even Mom, though one plus two girl. plus zero does not equal three. Um, depends um, on who you ask. But we, it's very similar. It is very similar. Yeah. It's true. So it's quick true. question before we get going. Are we on the campus of uh, Cambridge College? Is that where it's we're coming Cambridge from today? Cambridge College. Hello. Hello. This, oh, yes. This oh, is the Buffy. beautiful UW is what this is. Oh, that's the, uh, I, I knew that. UW. Yeah. testing the audience. You should know that. You have a computer in front <laughs> of you. That's right. I do. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you could check your computer Google and it. see what that is. The Google. So yeah, let's talk Google. about it. Last time we met, we were going to have a show. We had a show for UW. They were raising money for their one of their uh, schools. And um, we had a pretty good show. It was a great school. We did have a good show. Yeah. It, it, you know yeah. what? It was a fun show, it was. too. The people it was. that were here were amazing. They were energetic. They were glad to be raising money. But it's really a neat organization. Or, Easy for you to say. I know. Organization, because they do this, the the golden um, suitcase, right? Yes, briefcase. Briefcase. Yeah, they're professionals. They're professionals. They're not, so it's a briefcase. I mean, case. they're probably travelers as well, but Though, briefcase. Anyway, sure. it's very similar. Thing, but it was really, really a unique group of people, and we were so thrilled to have them in our studio and working with them. And gosh, they were and talented, so talented. Right? Young, Boy, they young, were young business so professionals talented. and so very talented. Like MBAs, yes, MBAs yeah, for sure. And watching them come up here and kind of do their thing was pretty stellar, I have to say. Yeah, talk um, about the competition that they were doing, and so yeah. So that's what's kind of cool. So it's a competition between the Pac-12 schools, yep. I believe, and the business programs, um, or the Masters of Business. M- masters of Business program, programs. Yeah. They compete every year to raise money, and um, the school that raises the most money ends up winning this golden briefcase. Which is well, no, cool. so there's different things in it, see, Shelby. Okay. There's like in the also, competition, you mean. In the competition. Not in the briefcase. Not in the briefcase. That's right. <laughs> so in the competition, they have, um, so they have the fundraising, they have volunteer hours, and I believe they have a sport thing, which is 20%. So it's 40, 40, and 20. And um, it's a big deal. And so anyway, I think it's very cool, and I was very happy to have them here, and I'm Hoping that they win the uh, golden briefcase, even though it was kind of funny because we're Cougs here. Yes, we and are. So, but go Cougs, WSU. Go, go Cougs. Yep. I got a computer. I can, I can go in and vote. You can. <laughs> <laughs> Paul has a computer. We don't really know why help. Paul has a computer. Uh, just to look something up on the fly, I guess. I don't know. It's like right, I might need to Google. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. This is uh, Paul's writer. He must come with, with laptop. This so. is. And before, <laughs> before we get into the meat and potatoes taters. Uh, of this here uh, episode two, I would like to tell everybody how much I enjoy working with these two. They are an absolute hoot. Aww. The only um, problem that we've run into is just recently I have learned that um, there's apparently an over-under issue um, with this group of people. So if you get a chance, put in the chat, when you put the toilet paper on the roll, do you put it so that it is on the top, over, or under? Yep. Um, because it's, it's, 
it's caused a little bit of a problem for all of it's us. In-house strife. Right. In-house strife. Yeah. And, and, um, and right answers only, please. Right. So, so no maybes. You're, you're going to want over. The correct answer. <laughs> over is what you're going to want. Yeah. So. Well, no, you can't tell them. That kind of gives it away. Oh, I'm sorry. So are you like didn't do like a toilet toilet paper pull roll? Yeah, so I mean if anybody anybody <laughs> writes in the chat we'll be very happy about it. <laughs> pull roll, I love that. Yeah. So we are gonna have a toilet pull roll. <laughs> toilet pull roll. It's coming. It's, it's coming, coming your way. So but um, before we leave you, Dub, you know, I, I think that my biggest takeaway from that event, I think the biggest <laughs> highlight was watching these young business professionals come on front of the camera and just light up. Like we've worked in a lot of environments where MCs have just totally flubbed it. Mm -hmm. Came on and been too stiff or too robotic or don't have enough to say. And I thought this group last week really played the line well. Like they were energetic, they were yes anding the entire time. It really made for a dynamic show. And this was a virtual event, mind you, but still I think that's also what you're looking for in the ballroom as well. It was and I can't wait to get you know live with them. You know what I mean? Oh, oh right. Those, those two? Uh. That might be a good idea for a podcast one of these days. Talk hey. about dynamics between auctioneer and can can you make a note of that? Yeah. On your laptop? On your yeah, laptop. Got it right here. Yeah. Yep, I will do it. Can you Ma pretend that you're right? Yes. Can you make Next week's a episode. notes <laughs> section? It is. Got it. All uh, right. Got it. Watch us it. in, old shelves. It's perfect. So la last week, thank you for coming out and seeing us. Um, what did we cover last week on our podcast? You know, we kind of covered a little bit of the COVID pivot is really mm -hmm. what we covered. What? Talked about venues yep. and, and holding back on, on your uh, deposits and get in touch with your venues and find out what's best about that and what their, you know, rules and regs are around that and how we motivate around that. And, and Yeah, and in hindsight, I think, like, what we're all trying to do is find the path that each community should be on or which nonprofit should be on or, in some cases, what um, your personal entity, whether it be a business or nonprofit, what their trajectory is on and what the... Co what COVID has forced is a pivot after a pivot after a pivot. That's kind of why we named it last week's the COVID pivot. So go back and watch that. But know that we're going to continue to kind of wax on that idea and how to adapt to these new times. And what if I talked about a pivot? A pivot, if you have nothing to throw it to, is going into a circle, which gives you a holding pattern. Oh, which leads right you just into this Ooh. week's title or episode or general discussion. Nice. We are breaking the holding pattern. Well done. You're, you're, you're very much knocking yourself off. Okay, very nice. Uh, so we're breaking the holding pattern, right? I think that we've all been in a situation in COVID where we're like unsure how to move forward, where we're at. We're kind of treading water almost. And our goal today is to help you and help us break the holding pattern. How do we continually innovate in these uncertain times, but also take action when we're not sure what the future looks like? So we have a list of things that we're going to dive into and talk about. But if you have comments or you want to chime in on this, feel free to drop us a line on our YouTube page. Um, comment directly on the video, and we're going to keep the conversation going. Yeah, or, you know, again, shoot an email. We can, we can you know, email. field those. I know. I don't like emails. Or call us. You could call us, too, I suppose. So basically, That's a holding pattern is, is we don't know what is going to happen. Right. What should we be doing right now? Mm -hmm. What should we be doing right now? Let's say I, I have a fall event. Okay. What should I be doing? Now, as we talked earlier at lunch, you know, mandates are being lifted, mm -hmm. right? Right. They're, the restrictions are being eased. How do you adjust to those adjustments? 
How do you go back to normal? Go. Yeah, how do you go back to normal? And going back to normal is, uh, what it has left behind is also a little bit of a bad taste in our mouth for going back to normal, right? Even though the, the mandates are lifted and we're, we're ready to start moving forward, we're all still kind of a little angst about it. So it's almost like that dipping your toe into the water or going over, if you know how to swim, to the deep end and jumping in. It, re it really right. is. You just need to do it and then, and just know that there's going to be people to save you, lift you up if, if mm -hmm. the water is too much for you to handle or if something happens in our society that we end up going back. But one of the things Paul was talking about at lunch was that, you know, if you have a fall event, you know, you've got to be getting things ready now. Right. And, yeah. and so those things have to be secured now, your, your items, your caterers, your so, people. So let's, let's take that example and exactly expand on it, right? If you have a fall fundraiser, what can you be doing now, today, to plan for that? Right, and you talked about item procurement. Yeah, that's th and that's a tricky one because within that, you know, uh, you have to have your community. Uh, you have to get out there and really touch your community of the people that have donated prior to, as well as the people that are going to come and buy that. So within that, um, getting your items together comes a whole basket to almost unbury you know what right. you know you got to get the people to get the items so you got to communicate with them and maybe you haven't touched them as much as you should have in the last two years or should have as harsh i don't mean that but you know i mean face it we've all been self-involved because we're all trying to survive whether it be in our households and we've had that talk too but maybe it's more of a you know we now have to take that and put that all the skills that we use to get ourselves okay now we have to make sure our community's okay and um, maybe that's part of that. Yeah, and it, so I mean, you mainly drilled down on item procurement, and I think what that eventually turned into, that thought, was insulating your relationships with those individuals in your community, Yeah. right? And I think that that is, in my opinion, where you gotta start with this conversation. You have a fall yeah. event coming on, you've had supporters in the past, where are they? What is their situation, right? Where can they provide value to what you're trying to do? And I think that's where the conversation starts. You know, the individuals that used to give items year over year might not be able to give that same item, but perhaps they can donate something else, yeah. whether it be a cash donation or what we were talking about earlier is someone's time, right? Time being one of the most valuable assets of any single person on this planet, if somebody is willing to maybe not give financially, but show up and put in effort and give time to your cause or your organization, I think that's really something you need to value. Time is as good as money. Right. Isn't it? I, I believe so. It somebody is. can come spend two hours and, and volunteer more valuable. for you on a, on a midweek or a, or a weekend to help you prepare and work mm -hmm. on this or work on that or be part of a committee. Yeah. Time and, is just as valuable. And one step further, have that in your back pocket. So when you're having this conversation with those in your community you haven't talked to in a while, hey, sorry, I can't donate that trip to Hawaii anymore, but I'd love to do something, be ready. Hey, you know what? I need somebody to set up Google AdWords, or I need somebody to come and drop off lunches for the kids. Whatever that case may be, have that on the tip of your tongue readily available when you're having those conversations and figure out how you can work this person's support into a bi the, the bigger goal that you have as an organization. Okay. Right? But let's don't make Shelby. that your first phone call. Let's, right. don't, let's don't make that your first phone that. call. Let's make your first phone call something that even I myself should have been better at. And that is just saying, you know, let's say I hadn't seen him in a, in a year. 
you know, gosh, hey, how you doing? How's it going? I know everything's kind of trying to get back to normal. Has your family survived this okay? Ask them health questions. Have you guys, you know, have you made it through the coronavirus okay? Is everything good? Um, be careful. You know, it's a very hot political hot potato. Why? I don't know, but it is, you know. Um, and so, you know, ask them personal stuff so that you're hooking them into understanding that you really do care. Because if you're asking them to give, oh, I'm using my hands. If you ask them to give your, their time, you are asking them the most personal thing that you can ask for from them. So you should be asking them prior to that phone call how the heck they're doing. Yeah, and, and Paul, I, and I'm going to bring this doing? back to you. You know, the, the example you threw out is what do you do if you're preparing for a fall gala? You know, insulate the community, grab those items. You know, what we talked about last week, Paul, was really about... Um, talking to those venues and figuring out what that looks yeah. like, right? Which is kind of what we covered last week. Anything else that comes to mind for like a fall gala specifically for you? Yeah, actually there is. I think that, you know, in your previous committee meetings, you probably had this discussion mm -hmm. based on the current situation as of a month ago. We need to procure items that are going to be socially distance oriented. Right. Okay, let's, let's gather at the movie theater. Everybody gets six feet. feet feet apart mm -hmm. we have a goodie bag for people that are there they donate to money to get there all the proceeds go to your go to your charity right let's say that all that's lifted up all the restrictions are lifted by the time your show comes along mm -hmm. don't feel like you have to get rid of that item because it's right. new and it's unique great call that might be very i mean it's something that have i've, I've never sold that at a at an auction no We've had we've yeah. had a, a discussion at lunch many many times about let's think of some new ideas for some new items. Mm -hmm. Right. Socially distanced gathered parties. And also keep that item in there, yeah. it, whether we're in restriction or not. And well, again, because you don't know who's going to be comfortable. That's exactly what I was thinking. Right. There's going to be a whole percentage mm -hmm. of the population that may not feel comfortable yeah. being in person, so Agreed. that could easily fit into their something they desire. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it could open up doors for somebody else might say, hey, that was pretty cool. Let's add this little spin to it. Yeah. So, so I think that we've kind of talked about what happens when you have a gala coming up and what can you actually do to break this holding pattern, right? I think that we can also take a really community-based view of this viewpoint, right? Because I know what we're experiencing in some of our organizations that we're partnering with is there's almost like a anticipation or purgatory. a hesitancy. We are in purgatory. Yeah, like, like <laughs> there's hesitancy to fully commit to something, mm -hmm. right? And I think it can also be true not just in a specific event scenario, but also in a community-based organization. We've been in this hurry up to wait to go back in person fundraising type format for months and months, and here we find ourselves again. So what can we as a team do to inspire and take action in this time? Ooh, right. that's a very good thing. Okay, yeah. what can you do in this time? Well, I think that there has to be a, in any organization and, and the leaders of the charge. Mm -hmm. And I think that you delve into the smaller community, and you might find some of this out through those initial phone calls of how you're doing, and then you may find strength in some of those people during that phone call. And you may be surprised at who your future leaders of that are. Uh -huh because of what they've experienced, you know, that they, there may 
be a new leader or a cheerleader developed out of this whole this whole thing. But I think you sm start with small groups and, and become cheerleaders and charge forward. So, you know, to get people out of that, because people will follow that. They will follow the person with the pom-poms if they are energetic enough, happy enough, and you are believable enough. Now, being I love that I can just visualize happy, happy, pom-pom, <laughs> happy, happy, yes, 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 I'm excited. Oh, Come on. Purpose. You're doing good. You get your pom-pom? Right, yes. You get your purple yeah. on? Yeah. 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 I know. I am wearing right? purple. Go dogs. Yes, I'm fired right. up. I'm charged. I'm uh, I've got Vikings at this one. Vikings. Oh boy, purple is my signature color. That's all I can tell you. But um, yeah, you know, you may have to find new leaders and just yeah. charge. You and just may have to charge and encourage your people to charge, mm -hmm. and um, just let them know that you know what, if they put up a stop sign for us, we stop. Yeah, yeah, and and I think something to keep in mind: we're in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, there's no hiding that. We have a UW background right now. We're from the Pacific Northwest. We may be one of the last territories to kind of open up fully. Is mm -hmm. kind of some of the speculation we're hearing out there. But there's a lot of territories that are already moving forward, and they are in it. They're chasing it like it was yeah. pre-COVID, no hesitancy yeah. whatsoever. And in our neck of the woods, it's still kind of like, uh, should we mm -hmm. giddy up? Do we have? Should we really be looking forward to this? And I think the way to combat that hesitancy or that hesitancy or that anticipation from a community level is take action. Mm -hmm. Action over thought, right? I mean, don't overthink stuff. Yeah. Action over intellect. Because what you can really do is think yourself into a corner and then before you know it, you haven't done anything, right? So by taking specific actions that are quantifiable, I think that is the, per that is the personal way to make forward. When I wake up in the morning, I make a list of stuff that I want to get done and I make sure to check some of that stuff off the list before I go to bed at night. And I can look back at that list and say, hey, at least I accomplished this, this, and this. I put I my pants on and brushed my teeth. Exactly. And sometimes I have to add those if it's a sometimes challenge. Sometimes you do, right? <laughs> those are easy to forget <laughs> Maybe it's just easy to forget but but that's what I would really suggest is like from a community level try to make it something quantifiable that you can actually make progress to a larger goal on and be prepared and be okay with failure um, mm -hmm. I think that's something that we think that we can't do and I think this showed us that we can fail and failure is okay as long as you have the ability to take what you got from that failure and move forward with it and you know right. the phrase fail forward is a real real phrase so you may try something 10 times and it's the 11th time that it works mm -hmm. you may try 10 groups and it's the 11th group that works you may have 10 you know 10 items and it's the 11th one that works that that is good for your community so don't be afraid to pick the wrong thing yeah picking something's better than picking that's nothing. good that's so. that's a really good point to to keep hammering home is yeah don't let the fear dictate yeah your actions don't be afraid of it yeah right like don't don't let that fear because we're i don't know about you guys i'm sure that you would all agree out there and i know you guys I'm sick and tired of being scared. Yeah. I'm not scared anymore. You know, I'm ready to take it on and let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's that's exactly right. That's I'm exactly tired right. of being afraid of the unknown because yeah. it, it you know folks, it is what it is. Here we are. Mm -hmm. We're in this together and we're and we're going to do it. We're going to yep. succeed. That's exactly right. And like, you know, do something outside of your comfort zone. You right. know, I think that's, yeah. that's what we've learned is like before um, the pandemic really hit, it seemed like everyone was kind of complacent and in a, not a rut, but in a cycle or on the hamster wheel, if you will, of life. Mm -hmm. And then this has really disrupted that. So now it's like, okay, when do we get back to normal? 
and I'm here to tell you, there is no normal. There is no normal. There's <laughs> never going back to three years ago. It's not going to happen. You're going to have to reinvent yourself as a person and also whatever you used to do has been tweaked or changed in some way, shape, or form. We have started a podcast, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, here we are. So... Don't be afraid. <laughs> I mean, there's that. That's true. Yeah. No, it's it's just been um, very fun to watch, and it's really the transformation that a lot of organizations are forcing to undergo right now. You know, there's many staffs that have gone from five-people teams to one-person teams, and they have the same responsibility, and they're holding themselves to past standards. And I'm here to tell you, wherever you are, you're in the right spot, and just make those steps to move forward. So when you're feeling hesitancy and not sure which way to go, do something that's going to help your overall goal, whether it be a betterment of the organization, whether it be one um one step to furthering a relationship with a donor or whether it be inspiring somebody that's on your team that needs that inspiration to execute. Oh, that's good. And don't be right afraid to, to reach out to people that um, you haven't reached out to before, mm. you know, because and check on them because maybe maybe they need to be a part of something too. Right. And, and that is really what's kind of come out of this is people are needing to be a part of something. And gosh, these organizations still have the need. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm surprised that, that more of them haven't imploded. And I'm just grateful for those that have flourished yeah. and survived. Might and even be more motivated at this yeah. time because Agreed. of what's happened. Yeah. They have, there's been a lot of inaction. <laughs> so now's, now it's time for action. And you might have a renewed energy for that yeah. right now. And, and hopefully you do. You know, when we were coming into this podcast recording today, we were between two different subjects. You know, the first being, how do you break the pattern? The second being, how do you inspire a community? And I think they're one and the same to some extent, right? We're trying to figure out how to reinvigorate some of these communities. Individuals that have kind of held back on in-person gatherings for months and months, and now they don't know how to restart the program. And I'm telling you, it starts at the community level. It's reaching out to those players within your connection base and figuring out how and where they're going to fit into the new fundraising format. Is it going to look the same? Maybe, but be okay with it not looking the same, because more likely than not, it's not going to look exactly the same. Boy. I think you're right, Sheldon. I, I think like, so. I think I've got Princess Di here to say hello. <laughs> <"Hey, laughs> I like everything you have to say. You like that? Princess Yay, Di. I, don't, I didn't know you had such an affinity for Princess Di. Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, oh, yeah. I'm way because, older than you. Because you're but basically I stay, yeah. a princess, and I you just never queen. really got to I'm fully not a princess. I'm the queen. lean into that. Yeah. So, no, I just found that I'm, uh, I've got to have something for my hands. <laughs> I should get you gloves next time. So, anyway. That's right. Ever forward. Ever, ever forward. Onward. Ever onward. Okay, so if you'd like to send us a fidget spinner for Kelly, feel free to do that. <laughs> fidget spinner? No? That would do it. You're doing great. I no, personally like great. it when you, when you move your hands around. You what? I, I like it when you move your hands around. Just don't hit the <laughs> microphone, okay? Okay. 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 Well, good. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you for joining us this week. We appreciate you being with us. Um, if you would like to preview the attached description and you want more of us, you can follow us on Facebook. Know that there is a video version of this show posted on our YouTube page. And if you're watching us there, please subscribe, like, and comment on the video. If you'd like to drop a question in there that we can uh, attack next week, feel free to do so. Don't forget about the toilet paper. That's right. Let us know how you feel hear your about votes. that. Yes. We want to hear your votes. Um, feel free to send us an email if that's more your style. Our email address is auction at stokesauctiongroup.com. Um, Put a letter in the mail. Oh, there you go. 
I like uh, it. Pen and paper. Go ahead and write us a letter. Get Try to keep school. it, you yeah. know, sweet. Yeah. Um, also, leave a review on any of the podcatchers. I know Apple um, is really big about reviews, so if you'd like to give us a review, do so. Our intro music is Brighter Days Ahead by Mixard, and we appreciate you joining us for another week. Thank you so much. That's right, everybody. Thanks for being here. Be bold. Be healthy. And go do good. Bye. Bye-bye.